0: Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM, 87.6, 87.8 or 88, right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. This is Positively Different Radio in the Morning and you are with Lyle and
1: (laughs) Mon. Mon the lobster <laughs> Mon the lobster
0: Okay, so for those of you who don't know uh, by the time you hear this Mon will no longer be a lobster but Mon is suffering from dehydration from sunburn from headache um, from and a massive came from work. a massive hangover that did not come about as a, as a result of imbibing <laughs> alcohol
1: Nah, uh, just sun hangover <laughs> Sun hangover
0: this morning so yeah. Mon has been wincing I, her way through the morning show all morning and, I, the, and mm-hmm. now we get to do the the pre-recorded show
1: and I, I really wish that it was the day that the people were listening to this because by that time hopefully, I'll be feeling better I wish we could just fast forward to when my sunburn is over I don't even understand how I got sunburned I mean I went to the markets and had a stall there all day yesterday but I stayed undercover the whole time I just don't get it. I don't get it. Unless the umbrella that I was using was useless.
0: You know what I'm thankful for this morning? Go on. I'm thankful. I'm not sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so, if you are uh, just tuning in just right now, you will um, remember, of course, this is the delayed broadcast. And so, I know what's coming up in today's show. And mm. so, for the rest of the show today, we continue to give Mon a hard time about her sunburn.
1: It's true. They do.
0: And uh, Darren Pratt's going to be coming in and joining in on the fun. Yes, and- we uh, love having
1: Darren on the show.
0: And he'll be picking on Mon as well. So, it's a, it's a pick on Mon morning this morning.
1: <laughs> Just nothing, you wait till I have my strength back. <laughs> nothing, nothing, like,
0: nothing like kicking a person when they're down, right? <laughs>
1: That's how, oh, we, that's, how we, that's how
0: we do it here at Faith FM.
1: If you'd like to jump across to the live show, by the way, and uh, and hear about how my sunburn is has gone, uh, then maybe you'd like to uh, go via our website. It's faithfm.com.au and you can press prior to the live stream or you can download the TuneIn app and listen to us there. To search for Faith FM Australia.
0: Yeah, we tell you guys this every morning, um, but uh, it's always... Um
1: I still think the best way to listen to to get the live show out to where you are is to call us up and pester us. I still think that's the best method to do it.
0: Oh, absolutely, because then you can have it on your transmitter.
1: Yep, Faith FM.
0: And uh, yes, Sorry, Faith. indeed. 100, 100 we're going to talk, <laughs> talk more about our Africa trip.
1: Yes, very we exciting. we are taking
0: uh, Faith FM to Africa. Woo-hoo! We uh Several countries in Africa. Did you know that – did I mention that uh, Ethiopia is the longest continuous Christian nation on the earth?
1: It's so exciting. It's so so exciting. much history
0: there. So amazing. And that it's the only African nation that has never been colonized.
1: Aye, I'm really excited about it. I'm super it had a short occupation,
0: uh, but it's never been colonised.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Who occupied it?
0: Eritrea. Oh, Eritrea. Well, and uh, Italy for a little bit.
1: Mm. Well, stay tuned. We have a great show coming up right after this.
2: Sing
0: guys that was Chelsea Moon with Come That Found here on Faith FM and as uh, Mon gets into her sunburnt day
3: Mm -hmm. she's
0: going to give us a
1: quiz. Look I have a I have like a a sunstroke migraine as we're doing this show so just FYI (laughs) my head really hurts. (laughs) This must be what it's like to be like a non-Christian who turns up hungover to work or something with like a splitting headache. This must be what okay. So you are
0: experiencing a hangover today.
1: Yeah, like a sun sunburn hangover.
0: Uh-huh. Well, the um, hangover is basically dehydration. So maybe you got dehydrated. Yeah, that's
1: of course for sure. I drank a lot of water, but not enough. Clearly, but yeah, I, I'm not liking it. I don't know why anyone would do this to themselves. You know, you know, vol- <coughs> voluntarily. Um, but in keeping with my uh, state, I have rifled through the quiz cards <laughs> to pick the easiest quiz I could possibly find <laughs> for any else of you <laughs> who are really as lousy as I am. So it's we're a- going
0: to try and make you smile a lot during this show. You know why? Smiling well, actually is uh, relieves headaches. Did you know that? It's a major way Oh, really? Of, yeah, 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 absolutely. If, you, if you're getting uh, nasty headaches, um, and if you are listening today and you have a nasty headache, try smiling. Just force yourself to smile, and it is a uh, powerful headache reliever. So we all have to work on making one smile this morning. There eh, she's smiling. I'm
1: grimacing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just,
0: just, just grimace with your corners of your mouth turned up.
1: I'm going to try, Lyle. I'm going to try. i will keep a smile on. Okay. What creature am I?
4: Clue number one. A lobster wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Lyle. laughs> Our producer is cacking herself
1: (laughs) That was unfair Lyle (laughs) Okay fine I look like a lobster But this is a quiz That's not about me personally At this point in time Okay What creature am I? Clue number one According to 1 Corinthians Chapter 15 Verse 39 Men have one kind of flesh Animals have another Birds another And I have another Do you know what creature that is Lyle?
0: Ugh. Let's see here. I'll write something down.
1: Lyle is correct. Lyle has it right. If you know the answer, give us a call right now. 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. <laughs> our, priz, priz, our priz today, our, our quiz prize. Here here, it goes. <laughs> here we go. Our quiz prize is a wonderful uh, Bible. So it's Ooh, a hard cover. Ha- yeah, it's edition. blue hard cover. It's the NIV. So this is more like a novel version. So not really a study Bible, more like an easy reading Bible. It is has it uh, has Bible study resources as well in the Bible. It's a beautiful hardcover, sort of like a crocodile I was just skin.
0: Trying to figure out what you just said there, but anyway, we'll just move on. What,
1: what, what did I just say?
0: <laughs> Never
5: mind.
1: Am I among, am I mashing my words together? Again? No, it's all good. Okay, it's okay. Yes, yeah, so if you'd like a copy of the NIV, um. A blue hardcover Bible. Give us a call now. One eight hundred Faith them Tell us what creature that is. Of course, the clues are being put up on our Instagram. So go watch our Insta story, and you can rewatch it and rewatch it, rewatch it. And Maybe go look up the Bible verse and so forth.
0: Well, there you go. And uh, <laughs> coming up in just a moment, Mon is going to be back with some positively different news.
1: Lyle, I am dying to talk to you about this. I'm. I've been talking to everyone dying for a lot of reasons <laughs> <Yeah>. this morning. <laughs> But this is the best story I've heard in a I mean, long a, time.
0: With all the all the different ways that you're dying today, <laughs> I'd be surprised if you make it through today's show.
1: <laughs> oh, dying of laughter in a minute. Okay, please tell me that you haven't heard of the of Pellesi.
0: Bruno Pelesi. Bruno Pelesi. A
1: famous Italian designer just made his debut fashion show. Okay. You haven't heard about this? No. Oh, excellent. I can't wait to tell you. So this actually did happen on Saturday. So this is a couple of days I can't believe on. I
0: haven't heard about <clears> this. I'm such a follower of Italian fashion designers. <laughs> it's just like, why, why did it, how did I miss this?
1: <laughs> this, by the way, is sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> Lyle's sitting here with an unironed shirt. He doesn't care about fashion at all. <laughs> and actually, one of your buttons is missing. No,
3: no,
0: incorrect. <laughs> yes. Incorrect. What,
1: you just haven't done it up?
0: No, oh, there's two missing. <laughs>
1: Lyle, That's so funny. Okay, Lyle's <laughs> level of fashion care is pretty low. But this is this the- This my- radio. This is what I love about radio. Get <laughs> up in your onesie. It's the, it's the, it's the best.
0: Yeah, now, that would, now that would never happen. <laughs> you there should be one. a law against onesies.
1: Onesies are great. You, you,
0: there, there's a oh rant, no. there's Here a we rant go. button. There's a rant button say. with onesie written on it.
1: <laughs> I've pushed Lyle's onesie rat button. Okay, let me tell you about Pelesi. This did happen over the weekend, so it is a couple of days old. But do you know what? I have to share this story. It's so funny. It has been hitting most of our news outlets, so I'm surprised that you haven't heard about this. palessi Bruno Palesi, uh is a totally fictitious Italian designer, right?
2: Okay. Okay.
1: So this is what happened. I'm sure you've heard. We've all heard of Payless so shoes. This is like
0: the Emperor's New Clothes, kind of.
1: Kind of, kind of. Payless shoes, right? You know Payless shoes. Yeah, It's, yeah, it's yeah. a worldwide brand. Yeah, sells yeah. cheap shoes. Uh, we have them of in Australia. I don't know that. Yeah, of course. Of and we'll course, I oh, no. know that
0: I buy shoes there.
1: So in recent years, they've had to close a bunch of their stores. I think they closed like seventeen of their stores. Had to let go of like forty-five thousand staff members. Just really sad. And uh, and they did their market research and they discovered it's not it's not that people don't want shoes and it's not that the the style of their shoes or the quality of their shoes is low it's how their shoe shop is perceived. And so they realized, you know what, well, we have to do something about the perception of the public so that we can get more customers in so people can buy these shoes. And so they hired a team of marketers and they engaged in something that I personally love called culture hacking. So what they did was uh, they found uh, on in New York on one of the like high fashion streets there in between like Chanel and, and Gucci there was an Armani shop that had closed down. And so they hired I out this um marini shop for six weeks, right? Old I shop. And they decked it out, made it look like super stylish, um, and then announced the debut fashion um show of Italian designer Bruno Pellesi.
2: <laughs> 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 <I get
1: it. laughs> and this gets so much better, Lyle. They get their shoes, they get their cheap shoes, right? Twenty dollar shoes. Legal? It's legal what they did because I'll tell you why. They get their payless shoes, and they print out these like fabric kind of um, stickers, fabric fabric labels, and they just put it over the top of the payless label inside the shoe. So when you look at the shoe, it says paylessy instead of saying paid less. <laughs> and then they, you know, they bought in like a giant gold giraffe statue, and just you know made it look really like you know design, fashion forward. And then you know had all this stuff just being like really you know fashiony and that kind of thing, and really stylish and designery. And then um. And then they had a big opening, opening, a uh, grand opening, and they invited all the fashion influencers, all the fashion bloggers, all the style icons to come and, um, you know, for free to come to this, to the store, to the grand opening. It was free for them to attend, you know, have the canapes and drink the champagne. But if they wanted to buy the shoes, they actually had to pay for the shoes. And what they did was they got the price tags, twenty dollars shoes, and hiked them up to like six hundred and eighty dollars, seven hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, and just hiked up the price tags. <laughs> And then they and then they had a film crew there and of course, the film crew wasn't a secret to the um to the to the these fashion influencers. Uh, they would they knew they were being interviewed and they were like you know trying to get their opinion. And this was like the payoff. Like you can come for free to our grand opening, but you have to give your opinion on camera. Which of course, any fashion blogger is going to die to get their mug god a camera. And so they're like they oh I love these shoes. I would go into debt for these shoes. I'm going to forget paying my rent so I can afford these beautiful boots. And they're just like losing their mind. The quality is astounding. The the design, the aesthetic is incredible. I'm so. Amazed that I'm here at this. Uh, this is a guy, this guy is going to go for so famous. Bruno Palesi, he has a bright future here, just like gushing over $20 <laughs> Payless shoes, right? So once they've made their purchases, in the first three minutes, they made $3,000 and yep. it went on from there. And then what happened is well, <laughs> once these people had made their purchases, they took them out the back. And they told them what the prank was. They were like, look, this is all a hoax. This is Payless Shoes. And they pulled the stickers off and showed them. And the people were just like, you know, jaw on the floor, gobsmacked. And then they were refunded their money, but they're allowed to keep the shoes. And that's how they got away with it.
2: <laughs>
1: and since then, and then, and then, you know, it might sound like, "Well, what was the point of all that?" But do you know what the point was? They have all that film footage that they're now using as marketing campaigns. <laughs> <laughs> all these famous fashion influencers are <laughs> <laughs> now on TV talking about how great pairless shoes are. <laughs> I love it.
0: Have they maintained the brand? Hugo
1: Pellessi? Well, no, no, Bruno Pellessi. No, no, it was just a pop-up. It's just a pop-up um, yep. fashion store. But no, of course, they've sunk it because everyone knows about it now. And mm. no one's going to go in there and pay $680 for a pair of $20 shoes. Yeah, I mean,
0: no, Payless shoes, to me, was always a place where you went to get, buy a pair of disposable shoes.
1: Yeah. Well, this is the thing, right? Because that's, the, uh, that's the conception that what people have of it. They're like, oh, it's just, you know, you might have the shoes for six months and they fall apart. But they've upped their game and they couldn't figure out how to, you know, communicate that to people. That our shoes are like just as good quality as, you know... A Target or, or Williams or any of the other shoe stores, really. I think they should change their name because Payless it, it gives it sort of a discount. They, they should
0: own Paylessy. They the yeah, best yeah, just did the prank Just make make the prank their name.
1: <laughs> but isn't this? I love it when like people who like you know they think they're so stylish and stuff. When they, it just shows them up that you know do you know what?
0: It shows it shows how shallow we are exactly. as human beings. A human being is an incredibly shallow creature.
1: Yeah, it's true. I love this story. I I'm still laughing about it even though about two days ago. Hey, give us a call if you bought some playlists
4: you do
3: do do whatever God shines light on do <laughs> <laughs> open my eyes do So I can see (laughs) When I look up (laughs) In the darkest night Then I know everything's Gonna be alright In deep confusion In great despair When I reach out for him He is there When I am lonely As I can be then I know that God shines His light on me. La 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 and he heals the lane. Says you can do it too In Jesus' name Yes, He'll lift you up And turn you around And he puts put your feet back On higher ground Reach out for Him He'll be there With any trouble You can share
4: heals the sick,
3: do, do, do. and he heals the lame, says you can do it too, in Jesus' name. Do, do. Yes, he'll lift you up and turn you around, and he'll put your feet back on higher ground.
0: listening to The Idea of North uh, with Whenever God Shines His Light here on Faith FM and as we've been talking about... Fashion shoes. I'm wondering uh, whether you have uh, a pair of nice red (laughs) shoes from Pelesi to go with uh, your current skin
1: color. (laughs) No, I don't have any Pelesi shoes. I might have a couple of Pelesi shoes in my (laughs) collection, but definitely no Pelesi. I can't afford (laughs) (laughs) Pelesi. Oh, so funny. Let me give you a uh, clue for this quiz What creature am I? I came into existence on the fifth day of creation. Mm. Time to rip out your Bible, reads Genesis lobster. creation account.
0: Definitely think it's a lobster. But anyway.
1: <laughs> you got the lobster right here.
0: Okay. All right. Moving on with The Breakfast Show. Um, ooh, a bunch of different... St- okay, so um, in New York. Yes. New York have New York police have uh, released a wanted uh, poster. Oh, uh, digitally, as they do these days, rather yeah, than you yeah. know, just sort of sticking up in pub windows and so forth. Uh-huh. And the story behind it goes a little bit like this: There was a man who proposed to his fiance um, on the street, got down on one knee, and she said yes. Yeah. And he was so excited, he dropped the ring and went uh, two and a half meters down the train. down the down the drain. <gasps> the drainage drain.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, of course the police came back sometime later and were able to recover the ring but the couple didn't leave their details as to who they are. So Oh no. It. Fiance for the crime of losing the <laughs> <his laughs>
2: ring. <laughs>
0: for dro- wanted for dropping his fiancee's uh, engagement ring. Oh, no. That's what the wanted ad says.
1: That's, like that, have you seen it's that video a where, like, where that guy proposes to his girlfriend on a boat and she gets so excited, she like flings her arms in the air and accidentally slaps the ring out of his hand into the lake? <laughs> no, have i you seen, seen that, that one. Oh, and he gets so angry with her. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Uh, well, I hope, I hope I come back and get it. Yeah,
0: well, I imagine they will. It's, it's kind of um, it's humorous and big news. But on to more serious news, mm-hmm. um, Indonesia just got hit by another earthquake, 6.5 on the Richter scale. How
1: many have they had this year? Oh, uh, I feel like it's been nonstop almost.
0: It's just, I think that must be like six or seven or mm-hmm. eight that have been over six on the Richter scale. And Alaska.
1: Oh, oh, yes, I heard about this. Yeah, they got
0: hit by a big one, a 7.0, uh, followed by a 5.7. Um, which smashed windows, cracked buildings, blocked highways, buckled highways. Um, It stopped electricity. That caused traffic chaos because there was no streetlights. There was a man who was actually thrown out of his bathtub. Wow. By it. uh, Wow. (coughs) The governor at the time was riding down an elevator in a uh, Uh high-rise building and mentioned that he had a very rough ride to the bottom.
1: Well, praise the Lord it didn't snap. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, and of course, this is this follows on from a seven point nine that hit Ooh. Alaska back in January. Oh, really? Yeah, that's this year.
1: That's two in one.
0: And, and plus, they a, would still
1: be in recovery, wouldn't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, you, you would. You would think so. After a, these, these are big earthquakes. I mean, being the United States, of course, they have very strict building codes for places where there are you know a lot of earthquake activity, and so it doesn't get hit as hard as some countries like Indonesia. <coughs> that don't have as strict a building codes and therefore get um, really smashed when these things come through. But, yeah, the, it's a, the, the amount of earthquakes that our world is getting hitting, hit with and Jesus very clearly said, you know, this is a sign of the times. This is a sign that he's coming back soon. It's um, something that is going to uh, you know, be taking place increasingly more and more and more and that's exactly what we are seeing in our world right now.
1: Are they on um, tsunami alert now?
0: They did have a tsunami alert. It's been withdrawn.
1: Okay, because do you know that the um the world's uh highest, tallest recorded tsunami is actually in Alaska.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, it went, like went two hundred feet high or something insane. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Massive. Went tsunami. out to
1: sea though, instead of into land. So. Yeah. Well, the
0: tallest one that ever went into the land mm-hmm. uh, was in Alaska as well. Oh really? As I understand it. Uh huh. And it was the result of a landslide. No,
1: that's the one that went out to sea. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I t- told you about that one. That one went out. Because it was the land the land slid and then the water went out from the land. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I
0: thought it went across the bay and hit the other side. But I mm. could... I'm, I'm very wrong.
1: Anyway. Was, yeah, anyway, let's move on.
0: We will uh, look that up during the break and we will get you the exact details. Mon and I will have this fight off air. <laughs> and I will have the <laughs> There was advantage. a little
1: arm that it...
0: Because Look, I'm the one sunburned. here who
1: has a weird fascination with tsunamis, all <laughs> okay,
0: right? all right. <laughs> Go on. I will definitely, in that case, I will definitely <laughs> take your word for it. Um, which story should we talk about next? We'll probably talk about uh, Pope Francis. Okay. Um, who has uh, just released a book-length interview.
1: A book-length interview? Like, he was interviewing himself or someone mm, was interviewing no, some, him? Something?
0: somebody was a journalist interviewed him with a book-length interview. And, of course, the big story coming out of that. Is what he has said in relationship to gay priests
1: oh okay
0: um, where he said that they should stay celibate or leave the priesthood Wow, and that the Catholic Church needs to have better screening for those people who actually go into the priesthood which is an interesting it's an interesting um, it's an interesting stand to take mm-hmm. because the question that went through my mind when I read you know the uh, reports on this was why in a church that uh, requires celibacy of the priesthood, why were gay priests? Why, why, why were they singled out?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm just. W-
0: I mean, shouldn't it just be in that particular faith? Shouldn't it just be you just stay celibate regardless yeah. of what you are? Yeah.
1: Wait. Does this mean that the he's officially saying that the Catholic Church does not? Condone homosexuality, is that what he's saying? That's the
0: official position of the Catholic Church. Okay, okay. And, and then and, uh, the other thing know, that really <laughs> disturbs me is
1: why is he talking about gay priests when, in my opinion, he should be focusing on pedophilic, pedophile priests. Like Those are the ones he should be making a statement about.
0: Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, he goes on to state that uh, the church teaches that homosexual acts are sinful. Um, and this, of course, is after the Vatican ambassador, Archbishop uh, Vignano, um, earlier in the year, uh, uh, ambassador to the United States, uh, claimed that you know there was a this, this big you know homosexual network operating in the Vatican, and that this is why the uh, many of the actions of the notorious uh, paedophile um, Theodore McCarrick had been uh, covered over for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, that it was well known. Um, so yeah, but interesting, interesting, uh, interesting situation taking place there. And of course, over the weekend we had the death of George Bush. senior. We did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's probably worth reflecting back on that particular period of American history. American history, of course, has dramatically affected the entire history of the world, you know, over the last 100 years as they have grown to become a superpower. And you've got George Bush Sr. coming to power in a time when religion was really becoming front and central to the American political process. And that was... um, really pioneered by his predecessor Ronald Reagan who um, harnessed the evangelical vote you know the famous mm-hmm. white evangelical vote yep. uh, he was able to harness the power of that particular vote to gain office and then you know did some major moves such as reestablishing diplomatic ties with the Vatican um, which was uh, uh, one of the, one of the big pushes that uh, he was able to use in working with you know the Polish pope to bring down know, to use Poland to bring down communism. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, one of the great conspiracies of the <coughs> 1980s and you've got George W... George, sorry, H. Bush mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, coming... 41. Yes. Mm-hmm. You've got him coming on after this and, of course, he was somebody who had not practised religion his during his adult life and suddenly realised that this was something really, really important that he needed. He, he was an Episcopalian, which is... Uh, what we call here in Australia Anglican high church He'd grown up in that particular faith But, you know, hadn't practiced it During his adult life And, uh, yeah, suddenly realized that This was a really, really important part Of, uh, of gaining the election He was able to um, um, push out Jack Kemp And Pat Robertson You know, very, very famous And high-profile evangelicals By uh, running a very religious uh, platform um, For... Uh, yeah, in, in, in running for office and, you know, putting himself out there as a born-again evangelical Christian.
1: Was he really though? Well, this is
0: the question you can ask about any person of power. Yeah. I mean, we can ask that about each other.
1: I mean, it's very convenient <coughs> that he needed those votes and so. He...
0: Yeah, and you look at uh, when George W. Bush came to power, he obviously had been grooming that side of the electorate for, you know, Ever since his father had been in power, this was a le- a lesson that he learnt yeah uh, and learnt very well um, and so i mean this is the this is the cynical side of me speaking uh, because I see this as being you know very political moves to gain that particular part of the electorate rather than just um You know the the, the Conviction But you know Once again Who are we to judge God Mm. is the only one Who can judge And judge whether a person Is truly converted or not So yeah Interesting things Happening over the weekend
1: Well one thing I do like About him Is that him and his wife uh, Bush Senior Longest married uh, US presidential couple Well that is nice Yeah yeah, And they had a very happy marriage Apparently as well So good on them
0: Absolutely (laughs)
6: On Jordan's stormy banks I stand and cast a wishful line to Canaan's fair. One eternal day there Christ the Son. I'm bound
0: for the Promise Welcome back guys. That was Matt Menicus with I'm bound for the on Jordan Stormy Banks. I'm bound for the Promised Land here on Faith FM. And, uh, yeah, Mon, we've got another clue for our uh, quiz coming up there. Yeah, sorry,
1: I'm I sucking down I should mention water.
0: that Mon is drinking water like a fish and she's got this strange-looking flask here <laughs> that looks like it's got some evil concoction inside of it <laughs> and uh, she's been drinking it down and wincing at the same time. I'm just wondering what is in that...
1: That is aloe vera
0: juice. Okay. Yeah. Now, 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 Darren's with us this morning. Yeah. Darren was mentioning that the aloe vera <laughs> is supposed to go on the outside, not the inside, right?
1: Yeah, look, I've done both. All right, I want to hit this thing from both sides, and I don't want this sunburn hanging out for days. All right, so if you've I got especially your, don't want to peel. Oh. Um,
5: and, and Darren, what was your uh, what was your favourite sunburn cure? Um, it's, it's old one mum used to get Russian comfrey, a herb, and would um. Put it hot water on it mm-hmm. and just lay the leaves on the sunburn okay. and would we'll take it away straight away. Okay, but it has
1: to go for timing? Because I I I, you know, I know a couple of natural remedies uh, for for sunburn, but you do have to get them on there as soon as possible. And if you leave them like the next day, it's kind of too late. Yeah, is this it?
5: Was some straight come home from the beach? Okay, and so it's too late for away. me
1: now, isn't it? I'm
5: I'm I'm a. I'm oh, a goner. Well, you got the table covered in all your, sorts your, of cures. Your, here. your, your life <laughs> is your life is over, Mon. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, just,
1: it's, it's just, just I really dumb. I hate I hate being sunburnt so much. I particularly don't like the peeling part i remember one time i was at summer camp and my entire back got roasted and i peeled so bad that you know when i woke up in the morning my bed sheets would be just covered in flakes of skin and it got so gross that one time i'd laid on my tummy and i had one of the kids get out the vacuum cleaner and vacuum my back
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> in a bed to not be so flaky anyway
0: you uh, you know cockroaches live off that stuff
1: <laughs> oh, Lyle, you're <laughs> repugnant. This is coming. Oh no. Okay, All
0: right, let, we better have our quiz.
1: Let me let me give you a, the third clue for our what creature am I? Jesus told Peter that he would find money to pay their taxes inside one of these creatures. Mm. What
0: could that possibly mm. be?
1: Yes, give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. If
0: you know a good cure for, sun, for
1: sunburn, give us a call <laughs> yeah, as well. You know
0: what our number is. Like a is. day
1: after cure, because obviously I've missed the the window of getting it done as soon as I've been burnt. So yeah, if you know a day after cure, give me a call. Well,
0: we've got Darren Pratt with us this morning, and as always, Darren is here to talk about uh, all things in relationship to uh, children and uh, children's ministry and what things are good for our children and so forth. And we have a, uh, we're going to be talking about, I understand we're going to be talking about redemption today, but of a different kind. Is that right, Darren?
5: Yes, yes. A little bit scary, actually. Um, since here last... It's kind of the
0: opposite of redemption, really, isn't
5: it? Oh, very much so, very much so. Um, as you know, I keep a bit of an eye on the video gaming industry, as to you, Lyle, and um, there's a video game come out in the last month from Rockstar Games called Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Your kids Dead may redemption. well be playing this. It's hit this. It's quite a um quite a popular game, and the title sounds good, doesn't it? Red Dead Redemption. I'm not sure. It sounds <laughs> horrific. well. The
0: the word redemption sounds good, but then Red Dead added to that, it's like, where is that actually going?
1: I'm the Red Dead part, clearly.
2: <laughs> oh, <there was> <laughs> <laughs> is this
1: going to be like uh, the next big uh, Fortnite? Like you know how Fortnite was huge. Is this is there something that in that vein?
5: Fortnite is still actually taking the world by storm. It's, mm-hmm. Everybody's still playing it. But this is a, a, a popular game. Not sure how far it's going to go, um, but what I can so see. So this is one of
0: these games where you run around and you do all kinds of activities, right? It's a shoot it up type of game. Shoot it, shoot it yeah. up, yeah. western.
5: Yeah, yeah, western type of um game where you go around and you um get points for um Killing various people. conquests and things that you do. Yep. Um, the issue that worried me when I looked at it and um read about it and the reviews was um. There's YouTube channels now that are uploaded where you can actually um, watch people playing the game etc That seems the current craze you don't play the game You watch the best people playing the game So it's like this voyeur type um, gaming type experience So so it's quite popular to watch the best play the game So this is
0: almost like you know two steps from reality <laughs> When, it is. When you and I were kids, we would go out and do real things.
5: We'd play cops and robbers, whatever That's right.
0: And we would run around outside with, uh, you know, pointing sticks at each other yeah. and going bang and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> these days, and, and that was a step from reality, but these days rather than doing that... You, you you move from reality and do it in front of a screen, but now you actually watch somebody else do it in front of a screen. Yes.
1: yes. I was thinking the same thing. It's like another step back from being actually engaged in real life. From being a kid. Like we're getting further and further from it. Yeah. Yeah.
5: But but there's YouTubers that make their living doing this, playing the game and then YouTubing it and making a, a lot of money out of yeah, it.
1: Yeah. One of them, the, for a long time, I think he's fallen now from the top position. Uh, there was a guy, his username was PewDiePie, and he was the most subscribed uh, user on YouTube and all he did was upload videos of himself playing video games okay it boggles okay. the mind it right? does
0: it boggles the mind I mean the well, you well, could, there's so many kids, real things
5: you can do talking to kids in the schoolyard and um, these days you ask what to be when you grow up and the common um, thing now is I want to be a YouTuber that, that's a common thing they want to be. He's a YouTuber, so that's where the world is going. It's all online. And by
0: the way, we have a YouTube channel. I should have thought we should just mention that right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you want something, uh, um, you know, healthy to watch on YouTube, yeah, go to of uh, Faith FM. Um, faith FM, What is it? Faith FM Australia.
1: Yeah, Faith. Just go on YouTube, search for Faith FM Australia. You'll find us, yeah. and we have quality videos. So absolutely, no one's playing video games on our channel. Don't we? not worry.
0: at all. we about ladies. real things.
5: Yep. Look anyway, tell us it. about
0: tell us about this game, uh, Darren. Yeah. And, well,
5: the issue is, um, last month the YouTube channel Shimiko uploaded a video of a portion of the recently released game. The video depicted an avatar, the figure representing the player in the video game. Yeah, physically. So, so this
0: is this is you, the person who's running around yeah, doing stuff. It's your yep.
5: little person in the game. Yep, so yep. your avatar, um, you're in the game there, and it it depicted this avatar physically assaulting. A female character. What? Until she was unconscious. No. The, and they titled the video "Beating Up an Annoying Feminist."
1: Oh no.
0: And okay, so this is this is my understanding of this is that she is an older, defenceless woman just standing on the side of the road doing her. Yeah,
5: thing. it's representing the, the back to the suffragette days when they were um, mm-hmm. the women were just getting. The, the vote and there was a protest to get women to vote So this calls This annoying woman on the street corner and and yeah, this, this figure comes in, the avatar figure comes in, and yeah, assaults her until she's unconscious.
1: That's disgusting. Okay,
0: so so in these computer games, you know, you can you can you know do all these conquests, and 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 the idea, I guess, you know, initially behind it when they first started, I mean, definitely when I played some very basic computer games, um, for what they were worth back in the day, was you go Tetris. and kill the bad guy. Yeah, Tetris yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but you go and kill the bad guy. This is this is just. Killing the random woman on the side of the street just but because she annoys bash you. Bash up
5: an annoying woman,
0: yeah. So what's this actually teaching, um, what's this actually teaching children?
5: Men? Well, that's the worry I have is, um, number one, is within days, this this um, YouTube clip had received one million views straight away, and it was the comments I was worried about where many were saying, yes, that's what we should do, I want to replicate that, I'd like to do that in real life. Um, I don't know if it was joking or not, but it's the attitude there to worry... Um, and as kids play this game um, There's these gender stereotypes That are really um, strong anti-women And and anti-women um, doing anything in society So women should be seen, not heard almost um, Stay in the home, and that's it sort of thing Has, um, Yeah, it, it, it's, it's the attitude that's coming through The gender stereotypes
1: Have any feminists or like, any female group Sort of had an outrage response to this video game And that particular scene? Like, surely they would have just been campaigning against this video game, surely.
5: Well, a lot of the um, feminists I know um, are already speaking out against it. Um, Some of my well-known feminist friends I I have are quite perturbed about, not just this game, but the, the general trend in, in many of these games, especially the violent video games, and, and the attitude that they have towards women is firmly embedded there in video gaming.
1: I just think the government needs to take a harder line with this. I think the government needs to step in and, and ban any video game where you can simulate, you know, recreate violence against women. Like, it's just, it's just disgusting, and I can't believe that our government has done anything more about it. Like, it seems like such a no brainer.
0: Yeah, I mean violence is violence and violence against men is a bad thing as well and we need to keep that in balance. But violence against women is a bigger issue. You know, rather than women against men, there is a bigger issue of violence against of, of men against women. And um one that our society, you know, we we have, you know, these uh what is it the white um day or something or other where you we we protest against uh um, Oh, White Ribbon Day. White yeah, Ribbon Day. Just, just recently. Yeah. yeah. And uh, against you know domestic abuse and violence against women, this kind of thing, and this is, these are really good, positive things our community needs to be doing. But it's almost like the computer gaming industry is just undermining us, yeah, under- training our children in the opposite.
1: Yeah, because we know that change. The most effectual way to, to to get change to happen is to is through education and through education of the younger generations. And you know, White Ribbon Day. Like, how many kids even know White Ribbon Day exists? Right, very, very few. All these kids know that Red Dead Redemption exists and they're being taught by, like you just said, a, a group of men that are undermining everything.
0: Yeah, and you can imagine that as soon as this uh, video gets out there, it gets you know, one million views in a, in, in a couple of days and there will be a bunch of people, a bunch of kids that you know going through the program and they see this woman standing on the side of the street. It's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Let's go and beat this defenseless woman up. You know, older defenseless woman.
5: Yeah, yeah, um, you but know, also <coughs> what it plays into um, our kids' minds about what it means to treat a woman, a girl in the schoolyard, even the violence against girls in the schoolyards by young boys is really increasing. Um, yeah, yeah, the issues these days are um, with sexual violence. So we're violence. talking, we're
0: talking more about this issue. We are highlighting it more. We've got White Ribbon Day. We've got you know, you know, Me Too movements. We've got you know, lots of big worldwide movements but it's
5: actually getting worse. It's, it's getting worse, and I think um, the problem is that this online stuff is largely uncontrolled. Um, mm. even, the, even there might be some ratings in place, parents and kids ignore the ratings, um, and grandmas go and buy, buy these games off the shelf for their grandkids for Christmas because I think it's a, a good thing for them to do is to, to get a Western what type want. of mm-hmm.
0: so whatever, whatever happened to the rating system, and why is it that the rating system is so... Um, basically worthless today I mean I, I see it all the time where kids are you know watching movies playing games that are rated you know far above their age level why are parents immune to the rating system and why do they ignore it so readily I just don't have any idea why is that it is. Is it because they've
1: lost control? Like, their little kids, you know, they took, took a tantrum, they want this game, they want this game, they want this game, the parents give in and buy it for them. Is that it, what it is? It's it almost,
5: is? you like, it's almost a pacifier in that yeah. giving the kids a, a screen, giving the kids a game um, gives the parents um, downtime from having yep. to interact with the mm-hmm. child, um, gives them time to do their own selfish pursuits. And so, if you like, the family unit is, is um, becoming disconnected through um, – through, through video so and maybe, violence. Maybe the yeah.
1: issue is parenting. Do you know, just over the weekend, I was watching this really interesting show on Netflix um, called Consumed. And it is a show about uh, people who hoard. And this yep. lady comes in and she cleans out their entire house. Every single thing gets removed from their house, except for just enough plates and dishes for them to, you know, make dinner and eat. Uh, one couch for them to sit on, so they can get all their couches. And they definitely do not get anything electronic. So, no TVs, no MP3 players, no music players, like nothing Forgone. electronic. <laughs> and for two weeks, they have to live without. And it's absolutely incredible because the entire family has to be involved in this process. For the first week, these families have no idea how to communicate. The they're, just, <laughs> they're just blowing their minds. Like they have nothing to do. They have nothing to play with. They have no screens to disappear into. They just have no idea how to communicate. And then like they're, like they're given like a board game or a pack of cards, a deck of cards. And in the second week, you see them start to come together. They start to figure out. They start to rediscover human interaction. And it just blows your mind. It just well, it blows your mind. it means actually
5: be family. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yes. And they sit around a table and they're playing with each other and they're actually talking and they're laughing. And they're having a great time. And they just change completely. And yeah, I really think that parents need to step up when it comes to these video games they need to reintroduce human interaction it's 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 like this
0: you know i can look back on my childhood and i can honestly say i had an absolutely awesome childhood it's you know but what i'm wondering is how many of today's generation are going to look back and say you know my childhood was just amazing it was awesome i spent my entire childhood in front of a screen
5: yeah I, I don't think they're going to say that right. I don't think they're going to say it. Yeah, <laughs> I no. honestly don't. I don't, honestly I don't.
0: You know, because um, I you know, it, I, I look back at the things that I used to do as a kid, and it's just it, it's almost it's almost romanticized in my mind, and it's just like why can't why can't I give my kids the same kind of childhood that I had? You know, growing up in the bush in Tasmania, where mm. you come home from school, there'd be no parents around because they're still coming back from work. Didn't, wasn't an issue because it was safe. You know, you go and roar around the bush and do crazy things or go down to the river and go fishing and no one was ever stressed out and you come back after dark and, you know, th- this is the kind of childhood that kids just don't uh, get these uh, days. And they're
5: the memories that our kids need to anchor anchor their character upon but also their, their um, spirituality upon is yes. those sorts of experiences and they're the best experiences a child can have. my challenge to parents over this Christmas is find time to disconnect from the grid and and take your kids and just go and do something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: my challenge to parents over Christmas is do not buy any video games for your kids for Christmas.
0: Yeah, stay away from electronic presents and go and buy them something with
5: they I'll actually
1: Buy an experience, i yeah. yeah. yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, buy an experience. Yep. Or buy Twister or Scrabble, something they have to interact with. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, buy a board game. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it. Well, thank you so much for joining us again, Dad. We, we love it when you come on board and, and share what's happening. And of course, stay tuned because we have a uh, very valuable gift that we'll be giving away at the end of the show that ties in with today's interview. But for now, this is Annie McLeod and we'll be back after the 8 o'clock news.
4: meant to be real,
6: and real life stories have baggage. We know that Peter's a list cannon. It's all about context. And he chose different personalities to express that because his personality is infinite. If it's a love song written to us, when we're at our lowest points, we've got backup.
3: Like a lot of the rational arguments for the existence of God, they tend to work better after you
4: believe.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know, the saith the Lord, Jesus, Jesus, how Lord. I trust him. O'er and o'er. Jesus Jesus precious Jesus oh for grace to trust him more is so sweet to trust in Jesus
1: Faith FM, positively different radio.